0: Hey guys, happy Thursday. Today is day 32 of 100 and I wanted to do a little check-in with y'all about some of the goals that I had set for myself for this 100-day challenge. Some of the things that I said I wanted to accomplish, some things that I kind of promised myself I either would do or wouldn't do over these next 100 days. And so here I'm at, at day 32 The biggest thing that I've stayed consistent with is my workouts. I have not missed a workout. I'm about to hit play on day 32 here when I finish this podcast. And that's huge for me because I've always been the girl that like I'd be consistent for hell, even a few months, like say three months of consistent like three, four times a week in the gym or running, things like that. And then I would fall off like I would get sick or I'd have like a social event that would come up and that would derail me. Or I would have some type of injury, and I just wouldn't be able to stick with my commitment to myself. And then, you know, I'd take a week or two or three, or in one particular case, two months off from the gym. And then I'd go back to my, like, day one starting over and be like, today's day one again. Well, one thing that I've said since my restart on January 1st of 2017 is that I'm not going to have a day one again. And I'm not gonna say that I'm restarting. Even if I fall off, even if I don't go to the gym for two or three weeks, I'm not gonna have a restart again. This was my final restart. This was my final attempt to fix everything that I had been piecing together over the years. So at some points, I had workouts down. It became a habit. I craved going to the gym. I loved going to the gym. At some parts of this, I had my eating down. I was eating clean, I was eating to fuel my body, and that was going really well for me. But I never put the two together until January 1st of 2017, when I finally let go of every excuse that I ever gave myself, when I finally started seeing an endocrinologist to really get my thyroid under control, when I finally started making myself a fucking priority to myself. Because for the longest time, I didn't really care. At that point, my ex-husband and I were living in Nevada for about six months, and we were able to save up money. We were able to pay off some debt. You know, the thought of getting pregnant was in our minds, and I was like, there is no way in hell I'm getting pregnant at 271 pounds. I will deliver well over 300, and I've seen a lot of my friends have this go have this happen and then they never lose the weight again and i didn't want to be like that i didn't want to be a couch potato mom i wanted to be active i wanted to chase my kids at the park sit on the swings go down the slide go to amusement parks go on airplanes like i wanted to do all of those things that are not obese people friendly so that was one of the main reasons that i started this that was that was my main why to get pregnant Obviously, as y'all know, that's changed and that's okay, and I'm rolling with that. But one of the other things that I promised myself was no soda in the 100 days. I have not kept that promise. I think I've had soda about five times, and I used to drink soda a lot. Like, I would be the girl that would come home from high school and drink two cans of soda while, like, doing homework. And I don't know if the caffeine helped me focus or if it's just what was in the fridge and I didn't want water because who wants water as a high school kid, right? Like, ugh, water. Now that's all I drink. But, (laughs) Um, you know, going going out to dinner, I'm one of those people that I'll order water because A, it's cheaper, and B, it doesn't affect the calorie intake of the food I'm about to eat. You know what I mean? I'd rather eat my calories and drink my calories. I say that about alcohol all the time. So that's kind of one of those things where... I'm not too proud of it, but it's been an improvement from drinking soda like once or twice a week to only having it five times in 30 days. Not so bad. I wanted to limit eating out mainly from a financial standpoint and just uh, I'm super sensitive to sodium standpoint and I'm tired of feeling bloated and have like my hands feel puffy and just all that stuff. I don't like how my body feels after I eat out, especially at certain places like Chinese food or Mexican food. As yummy as they are, oh my gosh. It just doesn't react well with me. So, I think I've eaten out probably seven or eight times in the 30 days. And my best friend is moving. Or she's actually... Today was her journey from Reno to Southern California, so I'm super sad. But um we had gone out a lot just to kind of, like, experience some of our favorite places one last time before she moved. And I made, you know, the healthiest... Choices. I'm one of those people that I'll look if we're going somewhere new, I'll look up the menu and try to find something that is sort of healthier, like low, low sodium, low calories. I'm one of those people that'll go to BJ's restaurant and get like a French dip sandwich and get a salad instead of fries because to me, I'm like, well, I could have gotten the fries, I got a salad, so at least it's a little bit healthier. I'm not really a wrap person. I mean, I will have them, but, um, and I am a burger person, but I'm a turkey, ground turkey person, not ground beef. Ground beef and I do not get along, so I usually don't get burgers. I usually get sandwiches when I go places, which tend to be a little less in calories depending upon what you're getting. So thinking ahead and, and looking ahead like that has been really helpful and successful for me on this journey of just wanting to still go out and still have that socialization with my friends, but also still eating within my goals. One of the other things that I said was that I was going to get 10,000 steps a day this entire journey of this 100 day challenge. And I've done that every day except for two. Uh, The day that I left for Boston, I didn't reach it. And then my first day in Boston, it's because I did an overnight flight. And by the time like I got there, got my rental car, went I got a mani petty, got to the hotel. I was so exhausted from flying overnight that I slept for four hours, and the last thing I wanted to do was, like, do anything. I know that I fired up my tablet and did my workout for that day while I was in Boston, but I'm in a small hotel room. I, I wasn't, I didn't walk. So today's day 32, and I'll hit my 10,000 steps today like I always do. So 30 out of 32 days ain't bad, especially considering there was travel in there good old Brittany. And if you don't follow Brittany, she is B lightens up on Instagram. She's the cutest thing ever. Uh, she commended me the other day for working out every single day while I was in Boston. So that was kind of cool to get that comment from her and just the encouragement of like, girl, I've never gone on vacation and worked out. And I was like me either, but I, I did this challenge. It's 20 to 30 minutes That's me giving myself that time to work on myself. And I needed that. I mean, granted, I did a lot of walking in Boston because I was being touristy and everything. And I was just like super excited to explore. But I didn't, I mean, I didn't really have like a plan. I, I wanted to stay consistent and I did. And that was really cool. And actually, now that I think about it, I think the days that I didn't hit my 10,000 steps in Boston was the first day I got there again, cause of the nap and actually the second day at the wedding because the dance floor was really crowded and I am self-conscious. And so I didn't dance that much. Plus I was busy socializing with Lauren and her fiance. So Lauren is at Lolo loses on Instagram. She's amazing. And then Becca, little miss bride changed her name. Now she is our moral gets fit on Instagram instead of our Taylor gets fit. So these two women, I' like I've mentioned before, I met on Instagram five years ago and I really have been so inspired by them, so encouraged by them. They're, they're those people that just like love on you so that they've they're amazing. you should follow them. <laughs> uh, what was other goals that I stated for myself in the beginning? I wanted to drink a gallon of water a day. I know I have definitely not hit that. I want to say I've probably hit it 25 out of the 32 days so far. And I mean, I do like to drink water, but I also don't like to drink water too late into the night because I have one of those bladders. I don't know if I'm the only person out there, but I have one of those bladders where I, <laughs> this is so silly. I will like drink a bunch of water at night, like maybe like af- with dinner or after dinner. And then every hour it feels like I'm when I try to sleep, I have to get up to pee. Like I'm pretty sure I peed seven times last night. From the time I got into the bed till the time I fell asleep. Granted, I was binge watching 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. But my bladder just, I don't know, went right freaking through me. Maybe it's because I ate dinner early last night and didn't have like food to stop it. I don't know how that works. Clearly I'm a doctor. But (laughs) that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I'm proud of myself for staying consistent. This is the most consistent I've ever been. This restart is the most consistent I've ever been. In terms of just putting in the work and really changing from the inside out in terms of like my mentality towards food, my mentality towards working out. This is the first time on a restart that I haven't tracked anything. I do not have my fitness pal on my phone anymore. I do not log in, I do not track anything. I don't scan foods, I don't I don't do that. I tracked for so many years cuz you guys got to realize I started this in 2011. I tracked for so many years, I have a rough estimate of what I'm eating every single day. Right now my doctor's having me do a food diary. Mind you that does that's just me writing down on paper what I'm eating. It has nothing to do with calories or macros or anything. Just to try to pinpoint some of my GI issues and see if we can find any trigger foods. That's just I'm just not I'm not a girl that can track I obsess too much. And I, I think it's important that I recognize that about myself because this journey should not be harder than it already is. I no longer obsess over things that I eat. I mean, I'm that girl that if I want to have pizza, I'll have pizza for dinner and then make sure that my first two meals of the day are healthier options. That way, I don't feel guilty for eating that pizza that night. Or that pasta at Olive Garden or those breadsticks. Oh, good Lord, Daryl. When we go to Flying Pig next year, we're going to have to do an Olive Garden night. Maybe that can be our pre-race meal to carb load. That sounds like a terrific idea. I'm a genius. Um, But I've also learned to listen to my body and know that if I need to take extra rest days, I do. Granted, right now, with the 100 workouts in 100 days, I don't get, like, full rest days. But I will get, you know, the bare minimum 10,000 steps. I won't try to go above and beyond that if I know that my body needs some extra rest. Or I will stretch more. Like, there there are things that you can do. I mean, you can have active rest days. This program has two active rest days built in every 5th and 10th day. It's either yoga or stretching, which I think is amazing because... How many of us actually stretch? I know I'm guilty of that. I should actually add that to my next, you know, 70-ish days on this program. I should stretch every single day. That's a good goal. And I know that my body's getting stronger. Yesterday I was able to do more moves, less modifications. I know that on the weight days I'm going up a little bit in weights in some some of my exercises. The great thing about the B100 book, you log every single workout and you talk about, like, you know, the weights that you used that day, what was your commitment level that day. You know, of course, like I said, every day you write down a, a Y, which can be the same, or you can write down a new one. You write down a positive intention for the day, and then you commit to the workout the next day. You write a time down and you initial it. Now, the times that I write down for my workout the next day, nine times out of ten is not what it is, just because I don't have any structure to my days right now. Um... I will next week, hopefully, when I start my second job at the gym, which I'm super stoked for still. I'm going to have to come up with some sort of plan because I'm still going to have to get my workouts in. I'm still going to have to walk my dog. I'm still going to have to, you know, make myself a priority, even with working more hours. So I'm excited to dive into all that next week. But the thing that's important is that I'm not beating myself up about not meeting my goals 100%. I've had a lot of shit go on these last 32 days. A lot of emotional shit go on. And the fact that I haven't thrown in the towel is amazing. The fact that I haven't thrown in the towel this entire year is amazing. Jack and I were talking, and he's jackattack9182 on Instagram if you want to follow him. And we were talking about you know how sometimes you just get into a rut and you get into a slump and you're just unmotivated and you don't know really where to go. You feel stagnant on this journey sometimes and I told him I said you know it's okay to feel that way but you need to be proud of the fact that you haven't given up despite x y and z going on and I think that that's important to recognize I very easily could have started this year and just been like you know what with the separation with like just coming off the holidays and dealing with all those emotions and then dealing with you know new year's valentine's day my birthday like all that stuff I'm just going to just give this year, give up this year and not worry about weight loss, not worry about eating healthier, not worry about working out. I'm just going to just let my emotions get the best of me and eat what I want, do what I want and not give a fuck about myself anymore. And I had that thought for a couple days at the beginning of this year. And I reached out to a friend of mine in this Instagram community who has chosen to remain anonymous. She does not want to be mentioned on my podcast, which is totally fine. I love you. You know who you are. She basically was like, what good does that do for you? Wallowing in the what ifs, wallowing in the depression, wallowing in the, my marriage has failed mentality. What good does that do? And I sat on it and I, meditated about it and I prayed about it and I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And it's not about letting like someone win over me. That wasn't what it was. It was just, I had been focusing on myself for two years. Why am I going to let all that progress go? Because my marriage ended. How is that fair to me? If anything, at this point in my life, I should be focusing more on myself and figuring myself out and figuring out what I need and what I want and learning how to love myself outside of being married. And that's what I've been doing for the last eight months of this year, is focusing on myself. And yeah, call me selfish. But you know what? I'm worth it and I deserve it. These last 32 days have really opened my eyes to who I am to what I want out of life, to where I want to go. Hell, doing this podcast has made me come out of my shell a little bit. I had had this fitness Instagram for the last two and a half years before this 100-day challenge started, and I would only post my successes. I wouldn't post the struggles. And it wasn't because I wanted to, like, be fake or not be transparent. It's because I wanted to be encouraging and inspiring And I didn't want to let people down or bring people down by sharing the hard parts of this. But as you can tell, I quickly let that shit go. Do I still share my successes? Of course I do. But I'm a bit more transparent about this whole journey now. And I feel like this audio journal that I've been doing every single day for the last 32 days has really helped me to realize that I've come a long fucking way from the girl I was on January 1st, 2011 when I got on that scale and saw 285 pounds. And I have been successful and I have stumbled and I have fallen and I've gotten back up time and time again. And that just proves how fucking strong I am. I've been told by many people that I was named appropriately because Valerie translated into Latin actually means strong. And I know that we all get this one life. We get this one chance to make our life what we want. I wasn't living for a lot of that life. I was so overweight and unhappy and just depressed and I didn't deal with the trauma of my rape. And I didn't deal with the trauma of being physically abused and mentally and verbally abused by this man in my past. And I didn't talk to anybody and I just let it eat at me and eat at me and eat at me. And next thing I know, I'm 130 pounds heavier. That was the catalyst. That moment was the catalyst in me not giving a shit about myself anymore because I was torn down. I was broken, literally beaten. And I didn't, I didn't care what happened to me. I didn't care what I was doing to my body. And then my sister got engaged and I went, I'm her only sister. We have step-siblings, but we're we're the only biological ones. And she wanted me to stand next to her on her wedding day. And I just went, I don't want to look like this in her pictures. And I think by her wedding in August of 2011, I lost maybe 20, 25 pounds. I still had to... I, bu- I think I bought a size 20 dress. I had it sized in a little bit just to kind of fit me better. And I still wore Spanx under my dress. And I just remember being so uncomfortable in photos. I have photos of, of me at her wedding literally right behind me right here on the wall. And I just, I don't like how I looked. A month after that, my ex-husband proposed to me and I said, there is no way in hell I'm going to look like that in my wedding photos. So I picked a meal replacement shake. I restricted my calories. I worked out an hour to two hours, five days a week in the gym. And I got down from 265, maybe 260, down to 210 for my wedding. And I felt great. I was on top of the world. I just married my best friend. I was feeling slimmer. Everyone was commenting on how good I looked. But I wasn't happy still. I still had more work to do, and then I gained weight back, and then I lost it again in 2014. The catalyst that year was my nephew being born. Uh, He was born January 6, 2014, and I looked at this little baby, and I was like, I want to be healthy for him. So I think I started that year right around the 240 range, so I gained like 30 pounds from my wedding, and I got down to 193 by October 2014, and I was stoked. Like, I'm finally out of the 200s. I'm never going to go back. It's going to be great. It wasn't great. It was not great. I did go back. And I went all the way back up to 271. I had lost 92 pounds from my heaviest weight to my lowest weight over that three year period, four year period. And I put 72 pounds of that back on my body. That was hard. Because I didn't fix what was going on in my head. I didn't fix my relationship with food. I didn't fix the emotional shit that I had been through years prior. And it's taken me 13 years to finally deal with that emotional baggage. But the fact is I haven't given up. And I'm dealing with it now. And I'm doing what I need to do now to put the work into myself emotionally and mentally to be strong to build up this mentality of never giving up this morning Meltdown 100 program fell in my lap at the exact right time it needed to Morgan had talked to me about joining Beachbody since October of last year I didn't join her until June 8 months of her consistently following up with me and being like hey are you ready hey are you ready This program's launching or this is happening or there's this promo or there's this promo. Are you ready? And I finally said yes. I finally decided that I needed to make this investment into my health. I couldn't afford to pay for my trainer at the gym anymore. I I couldn't I couldn't afford to be to be paying eighty nine dollars a month to see a trainer two to three times a week. I just couldn't. So I made the one-time investment with Beachbody for my one year. And here I am on day 32 about to press play on a workout and get a good workout in and kick my own ass and build my strength one fucking workout at a time. It's pretty amazing what your body can accomplish when you put your mind to it. Now, I know that there are people out there who bash Beachbody, and that's totally fine. You don't have to be a Beachbody person, but I feel like this program, in some small roundabout way, has given me my life back. I never thought I'd be doing the moves that I do in this program. I never thought I would be working out from home, first of all. Like, ugh, who does that? But the beauty of this journey and this process is that what worked for you on day one might not work for you on day 900, and that's okay. You learn, you grow, you adapt, you find what works for you. If you're the type of person that wants to go to the gym and sling weights around for an hour or do a spin class or do a Zumba class or, or go run a marathon for fun, go do what you need to do. But also remember that you can't compare your day one to someone's day 900. I get people asking me a lot like, how do you stay so motivated? What keeps you consistent? How long has this taken you? I hate that question. Because how long this has taken me, it's taken me the amount of time it's taken me. That's all you need to know. I haven't given up in two and a half years. Do I, I was just having this conversation with Amanda earlier. She's mutts and miles with some hashtags thrown in. (laughs) I was having this conversation with her earlier and we both agreed, you know, we both had the heaviest weight of 285 and we have both been successful in dropping that weight. And she said, you know, I wish I would have had this figured out years ago. And I said, girl, me too. Had I gotten this right the first time, I would have been in maintenance mode for years now. But I wouldn't change anything about this journey. Because it's brought me to where I am right now. It's brought me to August 29th, 2019, sitting in my living room, watching my puppy sleep on the couch as a divorced woman trying to restart her life. About to press play on a workout and make that commitment to herself and put the time in. Everything these last... Eight years has brought me to this moment. And I wouldn't change it. Because this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm working as a nanny. And I love kids. I just got a job working in the kids club at my gym. I love kids. And if that's the only interaction I ever have with kids and I never have kids of my own. Then that's okay. Learning to let go of things is really hard for me. But it's going to be okay. I'm going to have days where, like yesterday, where everything just was great. I'm going to have days where today where I wake up and I'm just in a weird mood and I don't know why. And I'm thankful for this community. I'm thankful to have this opportunity to record a podcast and get these feelings out. Because old Valerie would have kept them in and let them bottle up and then blow up at one point. This journey is not easy. It'll test you in so many different ways. And the only advice I can give to you is to not give up and not give in and be consistent. Show up for yourself every single day, whether that's just you literally get outside for 30 minutes on your lunch break or 30 minutes after work or 30 minutes in the morning and you just walk. That's how I started it in 2014. I walked my dad's dog. Every single morning before work, I would get up Monday through Friday and walk his dog. And then I would walk her and then I'd come back in and I'd go for a little run. And then I would just do that over and over again. And you just build on these habits that you make. Not every day is going to be easy. But every day is a new opportunity to push yourself a little further. I hope that you choose to do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I will end this here, and I'll be back tomorrow. Y'all have a great, great Thursday.